welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. And Mike Gilzivovich. Can't he get his name out there? <laughs> and welcome to our. St- what was? <laughs> what was? That was Chewbacca. Chewbacca, man. What kind of nerd are you? Apparently, I'm not a nerd. I never, I never watched Star You've Wars. Never seen Star idea. Wars? I mean, when I was like five. I For all those out there, Mike does not watch movies ever. Me and Mike were roommates yeah. ten years ago. Not this guy, a real nerd. We would go, we would go through yeah. like movies, and Mike's seen, Mike's like, I've seen like honestly, dude. He's like, I watch sports, and I've seen like nine whole movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never like, watch movies. <laughs> I fall asleep like, every movie I watch. Long. I just fall asleep, and I'm like, really? And I'm like, all right, Mike, you gotta, we gotta watch this movie. Like, all right, I watch this, and he's like. An hour later, sleeping. And then you know it was yeah. a really good movie when Mike and he'd always say it too. Like, dude, I like that man. I, I stayed up the whole time. What right, show that's how was you that? Know it's what I remember it was when I first started dating, and you come down and you sat down and you started watching. We watched it three hours. Lost. Lost. And you're like, dude, this is a really good show because I have to Dumb. watch like four hours straight. I'm not even tired. I want to watch another one. Yeah, and then I couldn't keep up. Your pace yeah, was ridiculous. I, 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 I was a binge watcher. Before Netflix was even invented, so right, and we did it was with Family Guy too. Remember, we binge watched that when it first. Yeah, came that out. was great. Oh, that was yeah, that was amazing. Not to be young again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sit around eat calzones and watch Family Guy and beat Josh and Gordon. Josh Gordon. <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we talk right. fantasy football, not memories. And today we're doing our start, sit, sleeper category. And if you listened last week, we told you about Marcus Wheaton as a good sleeper. And uh, you can just move him into a wide receiver three slot for the rest of the year in my eyes. He is somebody that's going to do pretty well for the rest of the year, I believe. I mean, again, that's just my opinion. Um, He was on there last week. We talked about Mark Ingram uh being a nice sleeper pick that that week in the, in the not so obvious starts he's filing his number one which you know he scored two touchdowns led to the team in carries i think he had about 13 carries another thing that really washed right there which is really nice uh to see um so this week let's get into some starts some sits and let's start with some guys that we talked about in yesterday's episode that i am going to be kind of weary on um zach stacy I don't, I mean, again, now it's hard because, you know, I like to say sit the guys that, you know, that you think you're obviously going to start. That's where I kind of like first and foremost to let you know where I'm kind of at on that. Uh, but Zach Stacy to me, he's not somebody I'm feeling comfortable starting right now. Um, he's somebody that I want to sit on if I can. I want to see how they're really going to do this Benny Cunningham, Zach Stacy thing. If Benny Cunningham has a big run, are they going to go truly go with the hot hand and sit him? You know, right. I mean, he's something that I get. I'm not really confident in. I mean, I, you... yeah, I totally agree, man. It, it's hard to really rely on that situation. Um, with Sean Hill going down, I mean, and what's the, I, I can't even remember the guy's name. Austin Austin Davis, Austin Davis right? Austin Davis being their quarterback, it's just going to be really unreliable for that running game. They're just going to be stacking the box, just trying to stop the run, daring Austin Davis to throw it, and and really, it's just going to be tough sledding for that running game. Okay. Yeah, I mean. 
Yeah, I, I think like maybe if you do have a better option to think about it, but some teams might not have like a legit better option. Yeah, oh yeah, and again, I mean, Zach State, these are going to be guys. Like, he's hard to sit. Uh, right. Another guy, I'd, I'd be, I'd, I, and I am sitting him in the league, Blair Fitzgerald. Yeah. You drafted him to be your wide receiver two. He's having wide receiver three again. We said yesterday. He hasn't put over a thousand yards in three years. He cannot be trusted. Michael Floyd is a clear cut number one. John Brown's explosive. Um, he's somebody that I'm not really looking to start. I mean, it's unfortunate again, but I mean, if his name wasn't Larry Fitzgerald, this would be an easy choice. Right. I mean, you just see the name and you're like, oh, I got to start Larry I, Fitzgerald. I, I started right? him last week and it burned me. I mean, luckily I still ended up winning that game, but I mean, one catch for like twenty something yards. That's that's not going to get it done, man. They they basically no. came out and said that they're not going to force him the ball. And he's not separating like he used to, so it's it's just going to be kind of tough yeah. sliding here for a while. Hopefully, he you know rebounds and uh, gets his groove back. But until he proves it to me, like probably two three weeks in a row, he's going to be sitting. Yeah, I feel safe sitting. Yeah, that's right. and, and that's exactly where he should be. Um, here's an obvious one that might not be so obvious. We're getting a lot of questions again. This is uh, you know by the time you guys listen to this, something has changed. But Bernard Pierce, I mean. Bench. Yeah, I'm. I'll, I'm not going to sit him. Yeah, or I'm not uh, going to play him. I mean, Doug. I mean, Doug Martin. No. We don't know where his as of now of recording this. We don't know where his injury standpoint is. So if you're listening to this and it's come out clear, I mean, Doug Martin is, is something I'm kind of like weary on getting to my lineup as well. These are and these are guys we kind of like talked down. Right, right. I'm not. I'm not actually well. going to be starting anyone from the Giants wide receiver core either. They just yeah. looked god awful. And yeah, terrible. None of those guys you can rely on. You can't really. The guy that, that like produced the most was what, uh, or got the most catches was Larry uh, Larry O'Donnell. Yeah, the tight end, the tight end, and then uh, Jarrell Jernigan. And you can't you can't put either one of those guys in your lineup. No, so I'm I'm not just sitting all. basically all the all everyone from New York on the wide receiver core. I'm gonna have to agree. Keenan Allen going against Seattle. Uh, I'm s- Pe- uh, Richard Sherman. I, I'm still playing. Really? Yeah. He's. I'm still playing. Is Richard Sherman going to cover Keenan uh, Allen? Well, he always stays on one side, so it's just opposite. You know, it's that's something yeah. easy to offset. You just put him on the other side. But and we'll again, see. Seattle's we'll defense. See. If, he was, if he was Joe Hayden, he would cover the best. Yeah, I mean that's something. Again, so, well, again, and I'm going to start Keenan Allen too. I think actually in one league, I so right. far I, I do I do use my I have Keenan Allen as my wide receiver three. I can't remember who the better option is. <sighs> yeah, it is pretty, pretty sweet. sweet. And I am gonna. I think I made a switch, but I, like I can't remember who my option was. But it's somebody that's like I liked. Uh, I would never sit Keenan Allen unless he just absolutely just sucked forever for it, a long it's, time. Again, just have somebody. I mean, because I'm not sitting any of my really upside. good he's players. He's shown a little bit too much. Right. To I, even even though it has been just one year, I mean, I think he's showed. Right. He's exactly. I think enough. like he kind of like. Right. And like at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm still not overthinking. Like I don't. I'm not a big matchups guy, man. I try to play my best players, and then the where I play the matchups is is where like. Um, like, for example, the one league, I have Doug Martin. So where I would play the matchup is the guy that's replacing Doug Martin in my lineup, for example, is where I might go with the line. But I'm going to play my best players. I, I just think that's the best way to go for me, and that's how I do it. And again, I maybe, it has you know, to be a really bad matchup for me to really not do it. But again, I'm saying, I mean, I said on ESPN Cleveland, you know, somebody's like, would you start Aaron Rodgers versus the Seahawks? And I was like, my answer was, I'd start Aaron Rodgers versus the 85 Bears. You know, it's like I'm starting them every week. Yeah, you, you you don't draft Aaron Rodgers. Well, no matter. Okay, just say redraft. You don't draft Aaron Rodgers first or second round. It's yes. Put all that and not. Start okay, on the same page. Then um, we saw what Seattle's defense did to Aaron Rodgers and company. 
do you sit Phillip Rivers this week versus Seattle? I I would think that you probably have somebody else That's as your exactly starting quarterback instead of yeah. Phillip Rivers. Is my guess. If Phillip Rivers is your starting quarterback, mm. I, yeah, I don't man. Who's your backup? I I don't know. I just don't even think that would probably even be a consideration. I bet if Phillip this is Rivers your scenario is a backup. And, and you and you waited and you waited and you waited and you got Phillip yeah, Rivers as your first Phillip guy. Rivers and your second guy has a nice little tasty matchup this week. And he's comparable, that, okay. you know. Right. He's what he, like you got two right. guys that were pretty close, like Philip Rivers and I, I, I mean I can't. I don't know. How about this? Like just say for example, Philip Rivers and Joe Ooh. Flacco. Yeah. So Philip Rivers and Joe Flacco. Yeah. I... Well, because Flacco's playing Steelers. against the Steelers, right, D's right. not that, that great, yeah, and that's true. I mean, yeah. see if that's so, me, you that... know, like that might be a right, favorable right, right, right. matchup. You I'd know? still start Philip Rivers. Still start yeah. Philip Rivers. It, it's, yeah, it's tough I, to say. Yeah. Like. Because I think if Philip Rivers is probably your starter, that most likely your backup probably isn't better than Philip Rivers. Or say you have Philip Rivers matchup. and somehow you got Jay Cutler, and Jay Cutler is both his starting wide receivers are out or something like that. I'd I'd still probably yeah, go. They're yeah, not. they're they're not going to be out. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. felt like they were kind of both nicked up. Oh really? Okay. Well, then what do I know? I thought they were that's fine. My bad. So. Yeah, that's all right. Maybe I'm off. Maybe I'm not up to date, man. Um, Steven Jackson facing Cincinnati defense who gave up the third fewest rushing points last year. Steven Jackson looks like a guy who might just be what he was last week, a guy that just gets you about 70 yards a game, and unless he scores a touchdown, you're going to be kind of SOL. Yeah, I mean, you're you're still talking sits, right? I'm still talking sits. Yeah, Steven Jackson sit. Yeah, I'd sit him as well. He's somebody that I'm not really – I had Frank Gore actually as a sit as well. Just kind of hard to start that guy with Carlos Hyde getting a, a bigger than expected workload. I think so until he shows that he's like established, reestablished himself as the guy that's going to be getting the workload. Right. I can't count on him. Yeah, I would probably say week two that if you have Frank Gore, he's probably like your. You know, you're thinking probably your number two, but you probably have. Maybe a better option to go with yeah, at Frank, this point. Like, and kinda, and the same thing Gore. I always said about Zach Stacy, kind of get a feel and see if are they really going to start. I mean, because the way, I, yeah, I agree. If, if, if week one's a, sh- a, a sign, week 14, it's going to be Carlos Hyde starting and Frank Gore, you know, it's a, n- a nice one two punch. Right. Right, because at the end of the day, 49ers are playing for the postseason. And, you know, come playoff time, Frank Gore you know, is right. They might just longer. be saving him all season like this. They're saving him because, said, I mean, yeah. I, I because, mean, we made this point earlier in like a couple podcasts ago, I mean, a couple weeks ago, we were like, hey, when we saw Carlos Hyde, it's like, don't be surprised if Carlos Hyde gets a decent amount of carries this year because I bet San Francisco's goal is to keep Frank Gore really fresh for the playoffs. And then when they get to the playoffs. Unleash right, the beast. Yeah, thanks for, you know, th- this right. is it, Frank, for you. So go out with a bang. Here's the ball. Yeah. You right. Know, go tear it up. Right. So I could see Frank Gore right. being kind of at the best. Again, like the Steven Jackson kind of take. Like if, unless he scores a touchdown, it's not going to really help. Which really kills you with those running back by committee kind of things. I mean, it's still early. It's one week, whatever you know. But I would say probably at the end of the day, based off just going off the one week, yeah, Frank Gore might just be the better uh, football player than fantasy right, play right, right now. Because I see how we we're just saying he might be just being used lightly. I have another saved. sit for me, Chris Johnson. Um, again, somebody you probably got to automatically start, but I mean, you have to be somewhat worried about Chris Ivory. He went off and scored 100 yards. He just looked great. I mean, 
they said now, hey, they, they might go literally 50-50 on the carries now. I'm, I'm somebody that's never been on, big on Chris Johnson. I've never owned him. No, I have owned him. I haven't owned him in years. I've never had him in Dynasty League. But he's somebody that I'm just I'm completely – I just I don't, I'm not a fan of him. And now that Ivory comes along, it kind of makes me a little bit worried about – same thing, same concept we were just talking about. Like, you don't know what you're getting. And now, granted, like, there are a lot of these guys you're going to be forced to start. But, I mean, I'm going in with low expectation on these guys. If you can, yeah, if you can, if there is a better option. You got to sit for us, Mike? So, uh, Sid and I was uh, mostly uh, focused well, let's on get, starters, Let's get in some so. starters. What about, oh, I got one more quick one. Yeah, give it to us. If you did draft Eric Ebron early and he was the only tight end you really have that's, that's startable, you really can't do it. Try to find somebody else. He's not startable at this point. He had point. a couple targets, no catches. Right. Yeah. You, you got to sit that guy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Give me a start, Mike. I'm going to say start Kelvin Benjamin. Absolutely. I agree. I think he should be started every week. Every week. Yeah, from here on, I think so it. too. You know, rookie days are over. This guy looks like he, he is a real deal. Matt officially came on board after six months yesterday. So, so you know you he's know legit. Then the trio here says too start legit. Kelvin. Yeah, he he ain't gonna quit. Too legit to quit. Oh, if only they wore MC Hammer pants mm-hmm. in the games. Be floating through the air. So, I totally agree. And uh, my start. Whoa, yeah. My start would be uh, Mark Ingram. Anyway. I totally agree because that was another one that I was I'm and who finally we come full circle. Took me like took me about four or five podcasts, but I'm finally you know because he's doing good since preseason week yeah. one, maybe right. And I think we did like the Mark Ingram, like, hey, you no, on board? Yeah, finally like, on board. Yeah, I'm on board. Not on board. Yeah. I'm on board. It's, it's a wicked change for us. Yeah, me and you. Right, it is. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. my finally seen has been going far. So I mean, but he's yeah, going Mark to... Ingram's. I'd I'd rather start Mark Ingram than every back that we just mentioned on that sit list, where some of them are like, oh, well, you kind of would have like Frank Gore. Like I I say at Mark Ingram week one for Frank Gore, and now I like kick flip flop yeah, right for sure flip flop yeah. week two. Yeah. If you get and again, if somebody like oh, I can't really trust Frank Gore because uh, or Mark Ingram just because of what we've done in the past. I mean, you can't people. You know, this is it. I mean, we've been saying for. I mean, look know, what Le'Veon Bell did to Cleveland this past week, and I mean. Pittsburgh's offensive line is not really all that great. I think Mark Ingram would do better against Cleveland uh, this coming week. Yeah, I will fully yeah, agree. I like Mark Ingram as well. Do you guys think uh, a nice start this week? We went into this yesterday. Andrew Hawkins. Yes, I do. Yes, uh, I, do. I had him actually in my sleeper category because I wasn't sure if he would. Okay, that would probably be uh, a better yeah. place for him. Yeah, again, when we do our starts, we like to go to like all our starts are like the not like my column I put out, you know, that you read this morning, my not so obvious starts right. column, uh, which is recording this is not right yet written. But if you read it this morning, you know, we like to dive in like the sits I like to be name guys and the starts I like not to be name guys. And I, I like not to repeat yeah. myself. So I wrote about Mark Ingram last week and it's going to be kind of hard to put him back in there, and, which makes it harder as the season goes along. Right. You end up right. repeating yourself. But. I see Andrew Hawkins as a guy who I am going to write about this week as a start because, again, with Jordan Cameron being out and Miles Austin just just seems like he's just done. He's done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Hawkins yeah. looked explosive, and he's going to be their number one target. And he got a ton and of Orleans targets. Gonna score, right. So they're going to be playing catch-up, and we don't know the health of Ben. Well, I guess the running back situation looks is in good hands regardless. So Andrew Hawkins is something yeah. I'm saying start. I agree. Yeah, I'll agree. He's gonna be a target um, monster. I like him. He was one of yeah, my guys. Um, yeah. 
Matt, you got another start for us? I do. I'm actually um, I'm ready to commit to no Sean Marino. I will agree. Yeah, I will I'm, agree. I, mean, I think. I think he just showed better this past week, and I think he's gained the trust of the coaching staff. I still think Lamar Miller's going to get some play. He's a better receiving back, but for the carries, uh, for the bulk of the carries, it'll be I like agree. two yeah, to one. That's kind of how I see yeah. it going down, and I think that makes him a startable running back too. Yeah, for a guy that, like, so. I've been so down on Noshan Moreno, and I'm still down. Like, I still don't like him, and I still think, which is crazy, and I don't know, I can't tell you why, I still think, like, Lamar Miller somehow gonna like get his share of carries or anything, but oh, I still I, I'm not gonna deny either. I mean, he had over 100 yards rushing again. It's just I don't know. What? I don't like No. Sean Moreno, but he just keeps spitting my face. Yeah, they both well. averaged over yeah. five yards a carry. They were, they both ran well. I mean, it was just like it when it push came to shove. I mean, when they were trying to chew up the clock, the last the last drive, they were giving it to No. Sean. You know, I mean, it's it's those kind of right. things that makes me think they trust No. Sean more than they trust Lamar Miller. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. I was a little off on that one, but I still – seems like Lamar Miller yeah, will still get playing time, but no Sean Moreno. I know there's the guy a sneaky start for you guys. I'm on okay. Bradshaw. If you need a running back – I mean, again, Trent Richard, Richardson's running uh, style is just not good. And, again, they're going to be playing the Philadelphia Eagles, the hurry-up offense, and we saw last week that when Indy got down – it was Bradshaw that was really in there, like on the quick, you know, no huddle offense, everything catching the ball. And we could see some more of that this week. So in a PPR league, I'm on Bradshaw might be a nice little start. I mean, Trent caught the bell a little, a little well too, but I'm on Bradshaw could be one of those guys that, like, if you're, like, say you're, you know, if you're running back is like something happened to you have Zach Stacy or something, which is just as equal. Now Zach Stacy is as much upside as I'm on Bradshaw, but if this is for like your dynasty team that you're desperate for a running back, you know. I was I'm say, not quite there yet. I think I will be soon. Okay. I was going to the exact same take. I, I just think you might be like a week or two early on that. Uh, premature. Because right. they, they might still be just splitting them up with Trent. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Mike, you got somebody for me? Uh, Joyce Bell. Um, Joyce yes. Bell. Led, led Detroit in carries last week. And was in the end. When, you know, again, when Detroit gets up, they're going to be running the ball. And it's going to be Joyce Bell running the ball. That's a good one. He should. But. And he's somebody in my eyes. He should start in every week. I have a lot of my redraft leagues. My redraft leagues is my number two running back. When everybody else is taking Reggie Bush, I was like, that's fine. I'm gonna sit back and take George Bell. Yeah, you know, he's somebody that I like. Uh, he catches the ball well, and again, when he get ahead, he runs really well. Had a good game last week too. Yeah, I have like two guys that like they're obvious, but they're kind of they were maybe there mm-hmm. were some questions based off of what was going on, but. Um, and just because I have them in league, so maybe I pay attention a little bit more. But Gio Bernard and Andre Ellington, the Cardinals are going to be as good as Andre Ellington is. There's a lot of questions. Is he going to miss four to six weeks because his foot, blah, 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 came right in. And he, I mean, he didn't have, like, a killer game, but he was he involved was, yeah. the and whole game. He claims not to be 100% either. So. Right, yep, right he's but he's playing. There. So that's, you know, so it's like, I, I, hey, if he's going to play, I feel like playing because obviously he's going to get the – carries and the cardinals need him to produce because jonathan dwyer is he's not the answer yeah. not that good no and then Gio bernard everyone's uh jeremy hill jeremy hill and i think eventually jeremy hill will get worked into the offense but uh Gio bernard was the workhorse over 100 yard total yards and, and hugh jackman uh, there, the offensive coordinator basically said that you know he didn't want to put the young guy in that situation basically it sounds like he didn't trust right. him yet to, to handle the, the situation yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that they're like going into it. You know, there was a lot of people that were, you know, maybe concerned. Like Gio Bernard owners might have been a little bit concerned because Jeremy Hill was getting a lot of, uh, you know, was getting a lot of run in the preseason. You know, so you're thinking, but it's it's Gio Bernard. Yeah, that's team, yeah, yeah, that's his. You position. know, so yeah, and I, and, that's, right. and, I, and so. I understand. Yeah, start. And I guess yeah, I can see where some people might start him, but to me, he's yeah, he's an every week starter. Well, yeah, you're gonna start him, but I guess like maybe I'm just like just saying like yeah, yeah. a reinforcing. Yeah, yes. I mean, somebody. So. Couple, let's talk about a couple like sneaky plays that might guys that might take a step forward here. Uh, would this, would this be sleepers or or have we moved on to that? Or are we still on to just starters? Do you have any more starters that you want to throw out at me? I was going to say Brandon Cooks, so go ahead, proceed. <laughs> All right, sleepers. It's kind of hard sleepers to sleeper from a guy that scored twenty points right. last week, but again, I mean, I. S- but they're rookies, so I think you're like still hesitant you, to put them in you know. your lineup. Yeah, wide receiver right. three. Yeah. For me all day. Yep. I mean, PPR monster should be again in Cleveland. He should, he should have a really good game. Again, I, I, I like Cooks. I like him. I like him for as long as Drew Brees is throwing the ball, which could be for the next three years. I really like him a lot. Yeah. Coming full force on the like full yeah. circle on him, you know, from day one all the way up to now, you know. So uh, what about DeAndre Hopkins? He had a good game um, as well, but it was like the one, had, like, big one play big for one. like 73 yards. Right. Uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, stats we, are stats. We, we do know, score the, the game stuff. off of stats. Yes. Right. So, I mean, And they're playing the Raiders, which is going to be good for them. Right. Uh, right. And I mean, like, you know, him and Andre Johnson combined. They're really, yeah, they did both did really well. well. And they won, and so, no, I don't know. I, yeah. Right. I like, I like DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he was my number one receiver last year, I believe. So, I think maybe, you know, maybe hopefully he starts coming about Dwayne Bow this year. Dwayne Bow's coming back, man. The only problem know. with that is they're they're playing. I'm gonna the say no. So, but I mean, it's yeah. just God. They have nobody else to throw. They're gonna the have to throw to the there. ball a lot, man. Yeah, they're gonna be throwing a hint to him and and screen passes to JC all game. Exactly, man. Which is you know they have Travis Kelsey, but they want to get more involved too. But yeah, they're playing the Broncos. They're gonna be behind. They're gonna have to throw the ball. I I look for Dwayne Bowe to get some really good late garbage catches. I agree. You know, that will He's really like wreck king him. of garbage time. He is the king of garbage time. You're right. He is. It's, it, you know, as soon as you said, I'm like, yeah, you know. He, he always seems to, to have, like, two points, and then at the end of the game, he'll have 14 or 15 because he'll score, like, he'll get, like, all these last-second catches and yeah. score a touchdown. At last drive, he'll have, like, four catches for 80 yards. Right. Boom, on the last right. drive. So, again, the Chiefs are playing the Broncos. You think really good defense. Think garbage time. Think Dwayne Bow, Peyton Manning's on the sideline, sideline drinking some tea. You know, and the defense is, like, you know, taking it easy, and Dwayne Bow's out there catching deep balls. Ain't none of my business. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that, Dwayne Bow could be a nice sneaky place for somebody that was that suspended week one. There, um, another guy that see another guy that again I can't do because the Chargers man Malcolm Floyd had a really good game. He sure did. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. And that's something I, I kind of like on Twitter a little bit. I've been saying, hey, watch Malcolm Floyd. He's been com- doing really good in preseason. The beat writers said he looks the best. He had a really good game. We touched upon that before week yes. one, saying that you know he might get less attention due to Keenan Allen's big year last year, and he might have some good games here. So it looks like that's kind of coming yeah. to fruition a bit. Yeah, which is nice. Yep. Yeah, so Malcolm Floyd, again, old guy, could be on your waiver wire, cause, but he definitely should be rostered. He's somebody that looks like he might just be one of those sneaky guys that finishes the year as like a top 18 fantasy wide receiver that you're like, when you're going through the list at the end of the year, like, wow, I didn't know Malcolm Floyd was like that good of a year. He, he was a wide receiver two yeah. all year long. Like, who would have thought? Well, 
he's on the radar. Right on. You should be paying attention. So he's a nice sleeper candidate on the year as well. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's there's a lot of question marks with these injuries out there. A lot's going on. The the Baltimore running back situation is a big I was gonna, question. I was going to say, I would say that for this week, a sleeper would be Forsett. Yeah. I would go with him. Yes. But, yeah, but then I again, would I mean, agree. I think that I believe they're playing Thursday night. I might just try to avoid that altogether. Yeah, Thursday night games, and it's proven by the stats. You can look that up. This is not something we're made up. Everything is pretty much down on Thursdays. And do you think Alan Hearns can repeat? Well, I was thinking, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I was actually just going to say one of the Jaguars receivers is either Marquise Lee or Alan Hearns. I, like I said in the last podcast, is that through now five games in a row, I don't think Alan Hearns has done bad, so I don't see why he couldn't keep it up. Um, but I wouldn't just, like, say, you know, if you start two wide receivers or something like that, I wouldn't, you know, just go stick them in there. I mean, I'm not fully on board yet. I know it is what it is. Um, but I still think Jackson, one of Jacksonville's receivers could very well do well. Somebody's got to catch balls there. I think they have a, are building towards something. Marquise Lee had a good game. Um, you know, he had like 10 targets for 62 yards. It's pretty decent, you know, and and obviously Alan Hearns had that big blowout game. So I think uh, one of those guys okay. could do well. And I just, had, and I just had this idea, which I gave earlier. I think next week I'd really think it's really hard for when we record this to really come out with some really good sleepers and uh, starters as well. I'd love to change it up where next week we start. We just go through each game real quick, and we give the one – you know, the one sit that would be like the sit, the start, the sleeper from each game. From each, from game. each game? What do you guys think of that? Yeah, okay. Nice quick format. I'm into that. Yeah. So we'll go through every like game that. and sit here. So, like, you know, like next week, you know, be Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. My sleeper in that game, again, for week two, obviously, is going to be the same as week one, Marcus Wheaton. Okay. Or it could be Justin Forsett. Justin Forsett, right. Uh, you know, my or... sit would be. Steve Smith. Or Steve Smith. My sit would be Justin Forsett. <laughs> just me. I mean, just for example, and then yeah. the sleep, you know, obviously the start there, you know, but again, I, I like to do that kind of format that we go to each game and kind of hit up each kind of category real quick on that. Right. But if you're a, if you're a team out there that has Doug Martin and Zach Stacy and Ben Tate <laughs> in one of my dynasty leagues, you might have to look at Justin Forsett yeah. off of the waiver wire. Yeah, and that's Again, a true-to-life story. And that's a good start if, you, if you're in that situation. I mean, that that stuff happens. I mean, I can't believe After it. After one I wouldn't, week. It, it didn't happen. If it didn't happen to me, I'd be like, ah, that's not, no one's having three injuries at running back, blah, blah, blah. And all I got is like Chris yeah. Ivory. That's, and you, you walk know, away and like, I'm like, I got Zach Stacy, Doug Martin, and Ben Tate. I'm going to have a good year of running oh, back. Oh, my God. Oh, I swear to God, I was like, ah, I got the best yeah. running backs. Um, yeah. And, again, and, and the best thing is leading up to game day is hitting us up on Twitter, man. That's the best because each each lineup is really, you know, let's see who's on your waiver wire. And each roster is so unique. The best way to have a, your start, your sits is Twitter. Uh, you know, I get asked probably on Sundays probably 500 who do I start, who I sit questions. And that's the best way to go about it is when you're actually comparing it between two different guys. Like, do I start right. Alan Hearns or do I start Dwayne Bowe? You know, things like that. Right, we're, we're so, giving pretty broad uh, start sets. I mean, yeah, and, that, and that's what, and that, yeah. 
And that's the. I mean, that's all you can yeah, do in this and format. Like, you know, my start you know, article. So. It's pretty broad. And that's when everybody. When you read these start sits article, it's pretty broad. But if you, well, you don't have that guy in your roster, it almost serves you no purpose. So, the yeah. best thing to do, and I'm gonna say this every single week, and at every at the end of every podcast, is hit us up on Twitter. Uh, hit us. We want you know. We look forward to an, you know answering your questions on Twitter to help you get by and make that right decision. So you do win week. You know, I love seeing on Monday all the thank you tweets I get from saying, "Hey man, you had me pick." Uh, you know, Golden Tate over Trent Richardson. I thanks, man. You really you helped me win this week. And I won by four points. You know, and those yeah, it's 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 one of my favorite things about doing this is helping people win. You know, that's that's why we do it. We help you be a better fantasy team, a better better fantasy player. You know, we put in the time every week. We do the studying, and we just give you back our opinion. You know, are we gonna be right all the time? No, but we're gonna be right more than we're wrong. Right, and in in going into that, it's like. We're giving you our best logical uh, assessment, you know, who to play and like, will it always work? No, but like, I guarantee you if if I would give you what I would do if that was my players and my team based off of a logical explanation, I wouldn't just go, oh, I got this crazy hunch about some, <laughs> you know, dude and give you crappy Butch advice. Davis. I mean, you know, I'm going to like, right. you know, give logical advice and I would think more times than not, and we're going to be week right. Say, hey, we go obvious, like, oh, dude, start start uh, Aaron Rodgers, Des Bryant, and Damaris Thomas. And then they all lay goose and Jamal Charles. And then, you know, and then you're like, yeah, well, of course. I, the, my wife could have told me that. But then they all lay eggs. You can come at me and be like, oh, you're an idiot for saying start Aaron Rodgers, Cal, you know, Damaris Thomas. Right. And Jamal Charles, it's like it was the best play. Right. It just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. That that was that would be yes. the best play. So obviously. it's always about making the best it play. It just so happened. The best it didn't play work. isn't always going to work out. When you get pocket aces in poker, they don't always win. Uh, so yeah. yeah, but that, part of the part of yeah, fantasy so, is luck. I mean, good luck to everybody this weekend. Um, again, from Thursday, which we have a game tonight with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. If you have any last minute guys you want to get in there, possibly. <sighs> Hit me up on Twitter Terrible at Dynasty watch. Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. Yeah, at Dynasty and that's the best Nerd thing Mike. to say. Use our forum on DynastyNerds.com and use hit us up on Twitter. It's the best way to get that optimal lineup in there. Until then, I hope you guys all come away with that big W this weekend versus your opponent and either start the season two and zero or at worst case one and one. Um, and we'll see how this week goes. And we're gonna probably gonna learn a lot from here until next uh, Wednesday when we talk to you guys. So until then, enjoy your week, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye.